0: The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of the community. The material and information presented on this podcast is for general information purposes only and any reliance on the information provided on this podcast is done at your own risk. Hello out there and welcome to another episode of the Apology Accepted Podcast. I want to take this moment right here, right now to say happy National Women's Day to all of my queens who are listening and will listen to this episode right here. Thank you all for being a part of the Apology Accepted Podcast. So I am a day late, okay? Well, actually, I I said I'm a day late, but I'm not a day late. This was intentional. Um, Today's episode is dedicated to my mother-in-law, Lily Mae Melton. Today, March 8th, is her heavenly birthday. We truly miss that queen. We do. Like, man, she was something else. If if you never had the opportunity to meet her... You have definitely missed a treat. She was, she was something else is, is what I got. And I'm dedicating this episode to her because she is one of the strongest women I've ever met in my life. Like, when I say strong, I mean just she was strong-willed, physically strong, strong strong-minded, a sassy little thing too. But she just, she went through so much and... I I'm just glad I had the opportunity to watch some of her strength. Uh what year? I think it was two thousand two thousand fourteen or two thousand and fifteen. Two thousand fourteen and two thousand and fifteen. Um my mother in law and my father in law moved in with us and it was very interesting having two queen meltons in under one roof. It was really interesting. And the thing is, you know, I don't have like any horror stories as far as in-laws because you know you get those stories and I know a lot of people that didn't like their in-laws or don't like their in-laws but that's not my case um she definitely showed me a lot um man she kept one organized kitchen I miss that the most like (laughs) our kitchen was so organized like the pots All had tops and the Tupperware. All had the lids. Like, man, I miss that. (laughs) I miss that. Uh, She was like our, not was, like she she was our human reminder. Like, all we had to do is say, hey, mom, you know, the girls got a doctor's appointment. Tuesday at 7 or what like it didn't matter and she was like oh okay and then she is like she was at her reminder like two days leading up she'd be like and don't forget you said <laughs> I'd be like what oh I did okay okay yeah you are right um but her strength man her strength is literally unmatched So far, from what I've seen, Um, she started dialysis. uh, I'm trying to remember. I was pregnant with Erica 2005, 2006, 2006. I think she started dialysis, or either late 2005. Nevertheless. A good seventeen years ago, um, she started dialysis and had to do dialysis three times a week. And so, when I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, me and my husband—we like we were poor. Like it is no, it's no What we were, we were, we were poor. We were. When you looked up poverty, you probably seen Eric and Letitia <laughs> name beside it. Like we were there, and so. We only had one vehicle, and then that vehicle broke down. So we had no vehicles. I was pregnant. Um, My husband was at work one day, and I had a doctor's appointment. And so he said, hey, Mom will come by and take you to the doctor. So I'm like, okay, cool. But what I didn't realize is that she had dialysis that day and so when she got to my house i'll never forget i was like well mom i'll drive <laughs> because you just you just came from dialysis like you literally just getting out the dialysis machine and she was like you ain't driving me get in the car and i'm looking like huh she said I ain't driving her like that's a bad thing. And I'm looking at her like, I don't think you should drive me, cause I don't feel safe. <laughs> it was so funny. She and I was walking slow and she was like, and hey, come on, because you're gonna be late. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, Lord, just be with us. What I said is she was the she was so short, like I'm looking like you can barely see over the sturdy wheel. Like, come on. Whew. But she got us there. Amen? <laughs> I'm just glad Chippahell was not far from where we lived. At that time, we lived in a, a two-bedroom, one-bath duplex off of German School Road in Southside, Richmond. And My doctor um, at that time was Dr. Ruby Washington Moore. How many of y'all had Dr. Dr. Ruby? How many babies she delivered? Well, she delivered two of mine. Um, But she was at Chippenham, but her offices was um, right across from Chippenham, but her hospital was Chippenham. And so it won't fall. So I'm just glad it won't fall (laughs) for where we had to drive. And even, she came in with me, and um, she waited, and we were, you know, she was just kind of listening. And I was like, uh, when they called my name back uh, uh, to come back, I was like, come on, mom. She was like, all right. You know, she was just always just, like, the sweetest, feistiest person, if that even go together. I don't know. But that's who she was, like a heart of gold, but very feisty. Like she can definitely be mean, and but she was just so sweet. And so it was this weird thing. Like she got an evil look on her face, but she is just willing to do anything for you. I don't know. So she's taught the the doctor is well the nurse practitioner is talking, and then the doctor come in, and then you know we go over the routine, and so it's time to go. And I said, well, Mama, you want me to drive us back? And she was like, No, you didn't drive us up here, did it?" I was like, My gosh. <laughs> Whew, I should probably walk. I would probably need to exercise. I don't know. It was just... Man, she got us there good. But leaving? Mm, I felt like we was on two wheels. I really did. Like every corner she turned... I felt like the car was just sideways. I don't know. But you, she endured dialysis for years at three days a week. And she was driving all of that time. Like, it just got to the point where my husband was like, I'm, I'm going to have to take her driver's license from her. Like, I'm going to have to go to that DMV myself. Like, something is going to have to give Because she should not be driving. And I said, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. But you couldn't tell her. You, man, you could not tell her that she was not self-sufficient. She didn't want... Nobody doing nothing for her. And I mean nothing. Um, She got sick. She got sick uh, one year and was in the hospital. And I remember, you know, going to visiting her. And this was the time where we had to talk about amputation. And she had to get her leg amputated. And so, um, I remember just talking to her, asking her how she felt and things like that. And, you know, even in that moment of having such a life-changing procedure, like... Having any part of your body amputated is definitely life-changing. And even in that moment, in all of her moments where she was hospitalized and I go up and I talk to her, she always said, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm just looking like, how? Like, and I'm not saying after we left, she didn't have moments of breakdowns to herself. But, baby, in front of her family, she was the strongest woman ever. And what's crazy is that uh, my youngest daughter, Corey, was so afraid of her. She was so afraid of her grandmother. And that's probably because when Corey was born in 2010, my mother-in-law like really went through a lot of periods of where she was sick and had to be hospitalized and things like that so a lot of times um, my youngest daughter seeing her was like always in a hospital type of setting so it was either hospital or nursing home um, some type of rehabilitation home Um, and so that's that's kind of how my daughter kind of knew her grandmother but then when they came to live with us they was able to you know form a, a better relationship and Corey wasn't so afraid (laughs) anymore and and she was probably afraid because she was all, you know, going to see her in the hospital you know, you hooked up to things and you got IVs and you got all this stuff attached to your arm and again, she was on dialysis three times a week so she was doing dialysis in the hospital so she you know, had stuff attached to her chest and things like that so I guess that could be kind of scary for a kid but she wanted to see us She wanted to see us. We wanted to see her, and that's what we did. And she will always say, I'm fine. Like, um, I am still, you know, sometimes I just sit and I just smile because I wonder, even in the process of her thinking, well, her saying, I'm fine, I wonder what she was really thinking. You know, I really do. I wonder what she was really thinking. And so fast forward now, we are uh, at March of 20, I think 15, 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015. And I got with my husband and I said, hey, let's have a big birthday dinner for mom, for her birthday. And of course, my husband is on board. And he was like, all right, cool. I said, I'll plan it. You do the inviting. I'll plan, you invite. Because it was all, you know, I wanted her family and things like that. And so he was like, cool. And so then he comes back. I remember my husband saying, well, let's not do it because it, I, the weekend that I chose, um, it was her birthday. And he was like, well, let's do it the weekend after her birthday. And I was like, oh, well, no, Why? And I, and I remember us having a conversation, and him saying, "Because everyone might not be able to make it." And I said, "Okay, well that's fine. You know, for those who can't make it, it, it that's fine. Um, but for those who can't make it, we'll be here." And that's what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna proceed. Like I was so adamant with us doing it. Um, really not appeasing anybody, everybody else' schedules because if you can make it great, and if you can't, we understand. So I never forget we had a lunching for her. We had we, well, I'm saying I, it was lunch dinner. It was maybe around what I think five, so that's early, right? I don't know, but anyway. And we, we had this gathering, birthday gathering, at Southern Kitchen, Richmond, Virginia. Southern Kitchen on uh, Main Street, right at the corner, Main Street. And so um, she knew that we were going out to eat because that's what we always did. For everybody's birthday, we always go out to eat. So she knew we was going out to eat. Uh, but what she didn't know is who was coming and who was gonna be there. So we asked, we told all of our guests one time, and then we had told my mom another time so she can get there later. And uh, she thought she was going to Red Lobster cause that was her place, but yeah, she ain't not go to no Red Lobster. And so when she got there, she was so happy to see family and friends that took time out to come and celebrate her you know we had cake for her she was able to you know take pictures and just have a great birthday like she was able to celebrate with family and friends you know and so she laughed the the entire time she was just so pleased and that's what I remember. I remember that smile, that big Kool-Aid smile she had. Um not realizing that the next the next day will definitely change all of our lives. And so Yeah. That next day my mother in law had a procedure done and I don't remember the- the exact procedure, but it had something to do uh, with breast cancer because she was she was diagnosed she had breast cancer, and so it was i don't remember like if they caught it in the early stages or what but I knew she was having a procedure done and so she went in to a Doctors Pam Rowe, and had the procedure done and my father my father-in-law of course took her to her procedure, and so I remember my husband asking, "Pops, that's what we call my father-in-law, Pops. You know, hey, you want me to? You know, I'll take mom. But Pop said he wanted to take her. You know, he he wanted to take his wife to her procedure. So I was like, okay. And I remember her having the procedure. And then having to be in recovery for a certain amount of time. So that put them gone most of the day. From the from that early morning, her having a procedure, to going through the procedure, I can't remember what it was, and then her having to recover and having recovery time. And so... I remember it being dark, and I said to my husband, "You know, have you have you talked to pops? You know, how, how is dark? <laughs> like, what was do? I thought this was uh, outpatient procedure. Is she staying overnight? You know what's going on? And I remember." My husband calling, calling pops, and pops picking up the phone and saying, "Hey, yeah, we on our way home. Uh, your mom can eat, and I'm gonna stop and get her some. She, I think it was Captain D's. Was it Cap? Was it Long John Silver? I think it was Long John Silver. What is right there at the corner of Laburnum and Williamsburg Road? I think that's Long John Silver. Well, they was there at that fish place and uh got the food and they came home and I and I I remember them coming through the door and I was upstairs and um my so my husband he puts on his shirt and he go downstairs and you know to greet them and see how everything went check on his mom give her a hug my my husband hugged his mom every day. Hugged and kissed her every day. And so, you know, his usual. And everything was fine. Everything was fine. And in that split moment, that quick, from the time they left Henrika Doctors. Stop! Got something to eat. They didn't even get out. They went through the drive-thru. Went through the drive through Got something to eat. Came home. Which we didn't live far. We lived in 4 Mile Run neighborhood. She walked through the door. And I don't. It seemed like a split second to me. But the next thing I remember is my husband performing CPR on his mother. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like everything started moving really fast. Like really fast. And and what was strange to me is that all four of our children were upstairs in their room sleeping. Like they slept through all of the commotion because it was a lot of commotion. It It was a lot of commotion. And um, all of my kids slept through it. All four of them slept right through it. If you have never <clears throat> witnessed a loved one, a partner, someone really close, giving CPR to someone that is really close to them, such as a mother, father, sister, brother. It is, it is, it, it is not, uh, it was not a fun sight, you know? Uh, my emotions were like, what is happening? So even in, in that moment, because I instantly went through to, man, yesterday we just celebrated. It was her birthday yesterday. We celebrated. We had good time and laughs and family and friends. And I went to the day before because that was the better moment than what I was seeing at that time. I don't know how long it took the ambulance to get to my house. I can't recall. But to watch my husband give CPR to his mother until the uh, ambulance got there. And when they got there, they jumped in. Very fast, like really fast. And I can remember, I can remember my husband's face. And then I turn and look at my father and I, I can remember his face. And we all just kind of standing in a state of shock because they just walked through the door. Like, that quick, all of this transpired. March 8th, 2015, we celebrated her in a major way of her being around the people that she loved to March 9th, her going in having a procedure, outpatient, and then next thing you know, going into cardiac arrest. And so, that quick... (laughs) <laughs> that quick it was we went from a happy moment to a sad moment and um I think after so of course <clears throat> she got there uh she was in ICU um uh, you know my husband looked at me and was like, you know he he looked at me and I that was one of the moments very rare do my husband not have nothing to say. Like it's very rare that he's at a loss for words. But that was definitely a moment. He was definitely lost. He had He had nothing. So he didn't even know what to say. And so, of course, now she is on machines and life support and all of these things. And, you know, it's like, what what happened? What happened? and you know it just all went so fast it just all went so fast and i think she was in icu for for about a week maybe 5 days and um at day at day 2 they shared with my my father in law pops that it it wasn't looking good, and so then it was like yeah, we you know a decision has to be made, and so it left them you know notifying the family and having everybody to come and see her. Um, but that was tough. That was very tough. And just to think, you know, before she went there for that procedure, it was her birthday. <laughs> so today, and all the years prior and in between her passing and today, March 8th, we definitely, our family, we definitely celebrate her and recognize her and share, you know, just some of our fonder memories. And I have many memories um, with my mother-in-law. It's just that... That one with her coming to pick me up, take me to that dog's appointment. <laughs> that uh, that one is my most funniest one because listen, I, I ain't know we was gonna make it, <laughs> but she, she is again. She was one of the strongest man, one of the strongest women I've ever known, and so I definitely want to do my due diligence in making sure that we always celebrate and uh, acknowledge acknowledge her for being such an awesome part of our family, making sure uh, we keep her memory alive, and so... Yeah, uh, and that's exactly what we're going to do. That's exactly what we're going to do today. And so today is like, a it's a beautiful day. You know, I, I take nothing away from this day. Shout out again to all of the queens, every last queen on earth, because this is National Women's Day which just so happened to be March 8th. And so it's one of my queen's heavenly birthday. And we will definitely honor her today. So this episode, again, was dedicated to my mother-in-law, Lily Mae Melton. Man, tough is I don't know what. But I do want to say, um, I, I do have a couple of other shout outs because, you know, I definitely cherish the women in my life. And one of my favorite people, like, In the whole wide world, okay? One of my favorite people is my Aunt Wanda. My Auntie, listen, listen. Hands down, I think I have the best aunts in the whole wide world. Like, all of my aunts have been truly amazing to me. Now, I ain't saying they're perfect people, I'm just saying they are amazing to me but my auntie Wanda man she is one (laughs) she is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world okay she has she has definitely been a force behind most of the things i i do you know to this day just having enough courage to do some of the things that i'm doing man so shout out to my auntie wanda man because bad. ain't no listen you confidence on a trillion okay like She has definitely poured into me where I felt like I could just go and run for office. Like I could just after talking to her, I could I just feel like I could just go run for presidency like at that moment. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Because that's how she make you feel like she is definitely a pusher, like she will push you. Into doing what you said you wanted to do. And I I definitely love her for that. Uh, My auntie Karen. A.K.A. Booty. Like she is the aunt that's going to show up. Without even knowing where you are. It's been times where I'll call her and be like. Hey auntie I need you to come. And help me do X, Y, Z. And she like, all right, and, and hang up the phone. And I be like, well, dang, did I tell her where I was at? I got to call her back. Like, she is the crafter of the family. It is nothing she can't put together. Like, I mean, I when I say put together, I mean, I don't even know where that talent came from. Because... I ain't the Neville Sainted <laughs> other than her. That she put that anything, anything I have ever need to be put together. When I even think about needing something put together, decorated, uh, hot glue, whatever, I I think of her. Like, I really need her right now to put some stuff together. <laughs> uh, but she is definitely, she going to be there. She is going to be there. And it's like, but do I need to bring? Do I need to bring my drill? Do I need to bring? Like she got all the tools. Okay. All of the tools. I think she has more tools than my husband. She got all the tools. (laughs) She do. And I love her. I love her to death. And then I have, uh, shout out to my my cousin aunt. I all oh, I've always called her Aunt Tootsie, but she's really my cousin. <laughs> I've always maybe because as a kid she was just so much older than me. But uh, man, she inspired me in a different type of way because she was always doing something. I can remember, uh, holiday time, everybody at my grandma's house, and she, like, she passing out cards because she was doing, um, dang, what is it, what is the, the, the law stuff, paralegal, um, dang, what is that? I forgot the name of it, but she was doing it, man. She was like <laughs> it was dang, what is the name of it? I forgot. But she was doing that. And then uh one time she was doing black art, selling black art. And these now I will say my mom bought a couple of pieces black art pieces from her and they were absolutely beautiful i don't know where they are the today but they are absolutely beautiful i mean she did that uh selling jewelry Ava, like you name it she done it and i always remember saying aunt Tusi does just she does everything she does everything because as a kid I just didn't understand like girl how is you doing all this stuff but as an adult I understand you know she is still on her grind doing amazing things still like still you know and so shout out to her because I definitely watched her go, oh, if one thing didn't work, it didn't stop, but she moved on to the next thing. Like, it was just like, boop, all right, that didn't work, all right, next. Like, nothing hindered her or stopped her from going to the next thing and not being afraid to go to the next thing and then not be afraid to go to the same people that she didn't just, that she didn't just, you know, tried to sell one thing to 30 days later, she come right back to you, trying to say something totally different. Oh, so, shout out to her, because I, I love her two pieces. My cousin auntie. That's what I call her. My cousin auntie. Oh. <laughs> shout out to Herbert. Uh Shout out to my nanny, my mom's mom. Another strong black woman. My gosh. I I could never <laughs> match up to her strength. Like, so strong. Um, she used to make me my own cake, my own chocolate cake. I used to have chocolate on chocolate and it just used to be so delicious. And she would say, and don't you eat all this cake? Okay. (laughs) Cake gone. All right. So, that was my daddy, though. The best Kool-Aid. Let me tell y'all something. If you ain't had my nanny Kool-Aid, you was missing out. She make the best Kool-Aid I've ever tasted in my life. I haven't had Kool-Aid in years, but... Her Kool-Aid is crack. Like, soon as we get there, and when I say we, I'm talking about, like, me and my cousins. It's like holiday time. We know we about to have two, at least two flavors for Kool-Aid. And everybody, first thing everybody doing is going to get a cup of Kool-Aid. Oh, man, let me tell you something. My grandmother' food is delicious. Her macaroni and cheese is unmatched. Her sweet potato, her potato salad, and then it, that chocolate cake. Yes, all that. My gosh. <sighs> Just so delicious. She is one strong woman, and I love her to pieces. So shout out to her. Um, Shout out to my mom Like what? Hey listen My mom is another Strong black woman And Though The cause she was Dealt were not favorable She ain't Throwing the hand She is still Trying to make A hand (laughs) out of the cards that she was dealt. She is definitely a worker bee. My mom gonna be at work. If she listen, if she ain't never done none right in her life, and being at work on time is definitely one thing she gonna do. I don't really know how many of us got that same, that say work ethic. I think I do, maybe. Nah, I don't. I'm horrible with time. <laughs> I'm trying to get better though, I'm trying to get better. But yeah, she she definitely gonna be on time. Like she gonna be, like she gonna be early just to sit in the parking lot so she ain't gotta rush. Like, I be like, man, you still got oh 45 minutes. Nevertheless, she is so awesome. And I love her to pieces. She is definitely the best nanny my kids can have. You know, so I I am definitely grateful and blessed for that. And so shout out to her. Shout out to my sisters, man. (laughs) They are the funniest people on earth. My sisters, man, Shayla, Jessalyn, and Marcia, man, hey, I don't, you know, I don't even, like, (laughs) they are just funny. They are the funniest people, man, and I ain't gonna even talk about just <laughs> but they just like keeps us rolling like i don't even sometimes and because i'm i'm three hours behind so a lot of times i probably text and they phone going off all times of the night i be like turn my bed y'all But nevertheless, man, she will set us up, and I just will bust out laughing. You know, people in my house looking at me like, what in the world are you laughing at? But, man, she is so funny to me. Um, (laughs) And then my my older sister and my younger sister, so Shayla and Marquia, they're kind of like on the same wavelength, like. They're really just you know very just good people. I'm not saying that <laughs> being just that good that's not what I'm saying, <laughs> but you know they just they just really like good people like they're just i don't know they they i they're just good they they are def- they definitely you know keep us leveled where it's like, okay, but did you think about this? You know? So shout out to my sisters, man, because they're just awesome. I mean, we G5, but I mean, there's nothing else to say about that. <laughs> nothing else to say about that. Um, and lastly, shout out to my daughters they are not women today but they are definitely uh, growing in becoming awesome women so shout out to them they my daughters corey and erica they keep me grounded. They keep me on my toes. And they love me. And I love them. So shout out to them. Yes. My girls, I I wanted, I wanted them. I wanted girls. And now that I have them, I'm like, oof. Okay, girls. They are a handful. Shout out to them, but they are a handful. Okay. So uh those are my people. Those are my peoples. You know, again, happy National Women's Day to all of the ladies listening. Today my episode is dedicated to my mother-in-law. Um happy heavenly birthday. To the wonderful, beautiful, also awesome, late Lily Mae Melton. And uh, that's it, y'all. That's all I got for today. Today's episode really took me down memory lane a little bit. And uh, I'm gonna let, I, I have to stop because I have so much more I could say. But I have to stop. So until I come, voice to mic again, guys, you all be safe. Take a moment today. You deserve it. You are awesome. Peace.